He then proceeded to open the box, and I kid you not, it was full. Terrified of what's inside this box. (laughs) Is it a human head? bunch of knives <laughs> oh shit it's not that much better than that welcome to Overdrinks, your new favorite podcast with the sisters you didn't know you needed Once again, for the Renegade Master. Woohoo! Hey guys, we're back for another episode. <laughs> oh, I was gonna do it. I was gonna, gonna do it. I was joking. I was joking. In this honor week, of Valentine's Day, yeah, as that was yesterday, we thought we'd do a. Are we doing like embarrassing as well? It's just like minor, all kind of embarrassing. Yeah, like embarrassing, crazy, wild, like your worst date stories. Because we thought, you know, we're not super romantic over here. <laughs> <laughs> So rather than doing like your most romantic Valentine's days, we decided to take it like a whole different way and make it, yeah, embarrassing, cringy dates and sex stories. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> we take the piss out of everything. We don't take anything seriously, including relationships, apparently. <laughs> Kidding, that sounds so bad. We don't want that rep. Yeah, joking. We take relationships very seriously. Friendships. <laughs> I actually went on my first first date ever. Yeah. Was crazy. She was having a panic attack on the way, but I was, yeah. I was spiraling out of control and I didn't realise but Faith was driving me down there and she was filming me. I thought you were saying (laughs) you were spiraling out of control, but you didn't realise but Faith was (laughs) driving you down there. (laughs) Out of control. She had that spiral. She was causing the spiral. Yeah. <laughs> no. Until I've cut her out of my life. <laughs> her, and, her and Bridget drove me down to the date and I was absolutely freaking out. Because you just like think a first date is going to be so scary because you don't know the person. Like, how? what are you going to talk about? But I nailed it. Turns out I'm actually really good at first dates. Went well. Yeah. Successful. Very entertaining for all of us here. But unfortunately... We realized, you know, we want to do things like go on dates with people and have sex with people so that we have good stories for the podcast. But then when you actually do it, you don't want to talk about any of it on the podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's always the risk that they could listen to it or other people listen to it and they know, like, all your stuff. Who the so, yeah. yeah, literally. <laughs> so it's hard. But my embarrassing part from that is I went on one date with him. We've been talking and oh, then... Oh, this is right far out. This is so cringe. Well, we we went on a girls' weekend, just gone, and I got a little bit too drunk and woke up on the couch the following morning. Didn't really remember much of the night. Went on my phone and I saw <laughs> I have an outgoing phone call to him for 37 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I don't remember a single thing that was said. This is when we were out as well. This is when we were out. <laughs> Apparently the girls came out and I was just like chilling in a park by myself. And that's must have been where I made the phone call. For 37 minutes. Oh my for God. For 37 minutes. Not for five minutes. Not Whoa. for three minutes. The worst part is that like it went for 37 minutes and you don't remember anything that was said. So like so much could be said in 37 so much minutes. Could be said in 37 minutes. <laughs> so much could be said. 
said. That's a whole like episode of our podcast. Yes, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm content. sweating thinking about I it. I wish now. that there was some way to get like the recording of it. Seriously. I mean, but he's still talking to me, so obviously I didn't say anything that incriminating. You can call him and just rinse him for 37 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, confess my love for him. <laughs> Jesus. I freaking, I tried calling the um, guy that I've been talking to at the moment what as well. Happened? We got spiked. We never do that. For sure. Me and Chloe. Chloe. Our MO. <laughs> <laughs> we never. I oh, know. I thought you were saying to get drunk. <laughs> the drunkest in the group. Oh. Chloe and I were just, there's all these videos. The drinks are made different up there, I reckon. <laughs> or it could be the 74 shots that we had. Oh my God. Yeah, I haven't been that drunk in a really long making time. Making friends though. with people at the bar and just being like, let's do shots. Like we always do. I mean, that's not weird. But, and then I don't know how many tequila shots I did mm. with so many randoms. It was good fun. It was so much fun. It was a good night. We loved it. We had the best weekend ever. We went away with our girlfriends up to the Gold Coast. We haven't even mentioned that. Mm. <laughs> We're talking about. We went up to the Gold Coast with um, us and six. There was a group of seven of... Oh, wait. We're, we're not one person. <laughs> <laughs> Two girls, one brain. <laughs> May as well be. It was me, Chloe, Jade, and four other of our friends. It was a really fun group. We stayed up in the Gold Coast at our friend's mum's apartment up there and another one, like, right on the beach. It was really fun. We had so much drama on the way up, though. You have to tell the story about what happened with you and Jade. Oh, my God. Up. So I went up after work on the Friday night. Because me and a couple of our other friends went up like the night before. The night before, yeah. We got there with plenty of time. We went to our gate. We were sitting there. We are going to get um, a drink on the way. And then we're like, no, just let's sit at the gate. We'll drink when we get there. And then we're sitting there for <laughs> the like... drink when we get there. It's like that's the number one priority. <laughs> when are we going to drink? Before on the way or when we get to the gate? Or when we get I to did the... have a little flask in my bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, serious? No, no. And then we're sitting there and they just kept telling us it's going to be delayed. It's going to be delayed. All these like stupid reasons. It was because the caterers for the plane weren't there. And we're like, no one wants food. It's a 50 minute flight. Like our flight was delayed like two hours as well. Yeah. And then they were like, if you guys want to leave and go and get some food, just don't go past the hat store or something like that. It was like really specific. So we walked down. They were like, you can go to a bar. But didn't you say what I'd suggest you do is go and get, leave and get some food and go to the bar and then we'll page you when you're ready. Yeah. And so we go down to the bar. I don't think I've ever said the word page in my life. That's what they were saying. Okay, good. Well done, Lars. So we went down to the bar and we were sitting there. We had a champagne and then we heard a thing go off, but it wasn't ours. So we were like, okay, well, good. At least we know we can hear it from here. Got another champagne. We're drinking that. And then we heard something about a flight to the Gold Coast. And we were like, oh, we'll finish this and then we'll go. Literally not even three to five minutes after that, we finished our champagne, went down and we're walking and there's just like, we could tell that everyone there was different people. And we were like, oh my God, what the fuck? And then as soon as we got closer, it said Melbourne instead of Gold Coast. And we are like, oh my God, no. And we went running up and we were like, what is the Gold Coast flight gone? And they're like, girls, where have you been? We were paging you. We kept calling your mobiles, blah, blah, blah. We both looked down. We don't have any missed calls. Jade told me later that she had a text message saying she had a missed call, but she didn't see the call come through. Um, anyway and then they said that they were paging for ages they were using our names and i was like why would you tell us to go and sit down in that bar where there's music yeah she was like oh well that bar actually plays some pretty loud music so we can't so you may not have heard it yeah i was like are you kidding well, then why would you so tell us to go angry. there yeah and so they took in that time we weren't gone from the time that jade bought our first drink like when it came up the notification on her phone to when we went back and complained it was 34 minutes so that means they've loaded the entire plane, called out to us, 
got in our suitcase off the plane in 34 minutes. Like that was just, it must've just been like four minutes that it took off before us. Yeah. That's so crazy. Anyway. So then we had to go and wait for our bag and baggage. And the next flight was in like less than an hour. And so we were like waiting for the baggage. It wasn't coming. It was just so stressful. And then we had to pay $150 together for the next flight. And we were like, that is so stupid. It's your fault. I mean, it's our fault. It's all everyone's fault. But yeah, it was hearing this so... story the second time around, it sounds like it's more your guys' fault than I originally thought. But no, it's definitely their fault. <laughs> no, it is definitely their fault. You can't tell people to leave the gate and yeah. then and then like board the flight like straight after that. Yeah, it was really frustrating. So then Jade and I ended up being at the airport for like three and a half hours. From the time that you messaged me saying you guys were on your way to the time that you arrived was eight hours. <laughs> I wish you didn't say that. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty chaotic, but the weekend was very worth it was all so the worth chaos. It. Every single one of our flights on the way up there, I don't know why, we should have just all made sure we were on the same flights, but we weren't. And every single person's flight got delayed except for one girl, but she actually had to go to Ballarat for work and come from Ballarat. So mm. that was kind of a bit of drama as well. But one of our friend's flight ended up getting cancelled. And so she didn't end up making it until like she arrived at our lunch, like yeah, from, on the straight Saturday. From the yeah, airport. straight from the airport, like an absolute trooper. But it was so worth it. We had so much fun. Yeah. It was literally like the best weekend. And the weather was so good. Mm. And yeah, so many good stories from it too. Oh, did you hear? This will be pretty hot goss by the time this comes out. MGK cheated on Megan Fox. Oh, did she? Did he cheat? I assumed that he cheated. Yeah. So do we he, know any details? We don't know any details yet, but she deleted all of their photos together off her Instagram and posted a photo with the caption being from Beyonce's Lemonade album. Yeah, and the lyric is, "You can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your breath." And apparently, the photo is a photo of like love notes that he wrote to her, and she's lit them on fire. Yeah, she's like a bonfire. So fucked. Yeah. And then she unfollowed absolutely everyone on Instagram. Oh, this is so funny. Except for Timothy Chalamet, Harry Styles, and Eminem. And he has because like he beef has with, public yeah. beef with MGK Eminem. I went to look this all up just before, and she's deleted her Instagram now entirely. Yeah, yeah. Which is super disappointing, but so sick. Like, That's so funny. It's such I like a high school movie. I know. Harry Styles and Timothy like, Chalamet. I just well. love all the drama. I love that like every girl is obsessed with Harry Styles and Timothy Chalamet. So. Oh, they're just the ultimate pair. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate pair. Oh, um, we're the ultimate pair. Yeah. True. What about Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime? Oh my god, that was so good. She's just so How good was it? How many songs she played as well? I know. She's just like, I want to be her. She's so fucking cool. And what an amazing way to reveal that you're pregnant. That was so cool. I've seen so many things about it. And like, don't you think that the... Like, dancers look like sperm, and then she's wearing all red, and it's like, oh. do you think it was like... <laughs> no. I doubt it. Like, it looks that way. I didn't think of that, but yeah, maybe. Maybe she was like, I'll make all the dancers look like sperm, and I'll be a red uterus. Is that what you think? I need to show you the names, because it looks that way. Oh my god, yeah, no, that was sick. She's such a legend. She's so amazing. And ASAP Rocky, like jamming out in the crowd. Oh my god. He looks so proud of her. I know, that was so hot. They're such a power couple. Yeah, they're so amazing. We haven't said what we're drinking this week. Oh, yeah. And we were thinking because it's like Valentine's Day, we thought we'd do something like pink and fun. And so we've made ourselves strawberry coconut daiquiris. It's so good. Well done, Loz. How'd you Mm. make them? Well, 
I was going to use Malibu, but since that was such a disaster at Christmas, <laughs> I decided I better go away from that. So I just used white rum. We had a little bit of Bacardi left over after Jade's 30th. So I used white rum, frozen strawberries, ice, a little bit of coconut milk, and voila, there you go. Yeah, you nailed it. Then. I don't know if that's how Delightful. you're supposed to make them, but that's how I did it. Well done. Cheers. All right, so... Let's get into the stories. Let's do it. Who's going to start? You're going to do the first one? All right. I kind of briefly read through this one, and I think it's one of the more hectic ones, so I thought we'd start with a bang. Yeah, the very last one of mine, I did not read at all because it looked really, really good, and I was like, I just want like a complete, genuine reaction. Some of them I've like barely read. I kind of like having a genuine reaction as well yeah. like, when we're reading it too. I think it's fun. <laughs> we're just like a part of you guys. <laughs> all right, ready? <laughs> So a few years ago, I was at a bar with some girlfriends. I met this guy who was super nice. I was very horny and very drunk. So after a few more drinks, I invited him back to mine to do the deed. I fucking love how everyone says do the deed. (laughs) When we got home, my roommate was having kick-ons. So we sat and had a couple of drinks with them. As we were sitting there chatting with everyone, I started sobering up and getting a little bit less keen because he seemed like he was a bit too nice and very relationshipy. <laughs> so classic. To toot it and boot it. <laughs> I went to the bathroom with my roommate and said, "I don't know if I'm keen anymore. Should I ask him to leave?" But she was like, "No, he's really nice. I think you should get with him. He seems like a legend." And I was still horny and a bit of a hoe, so it didn't take much to convince me. <laughs> That's right. That's a bad talk I needed. <laughs> Thanks. Done. <laughs> After a while, we went into my room and started making out. Suddenly, he was not the lovely boy I thought he was. When he took off his pants, he whipped out the biggest schlong I've ever laid my eyes on. It was so big that it slapped my leg as he pulled it out. What the fuck? From across the room. (laughs) (laughs) He was still in the living room. It was generally the size of I tripped of my- over it. <laughs> so did everyone on the Gigons. <laughs> it was generally the size of my... You like jump rope. It was genuinely the size of my forearm, and I've never come across anything yeah. the size of it in my life. What the fuck? I didn't hide the fact that I was absolutely terrified of the thing and said, holy shit, your penis is huge. To which he replied, this girl had semi-small forearms. <laughs> She's like a midget. <laughs> Chloe, they're called shrinkies. <laughs> Lol. If you watched New Girl, you got that reference. Yeah, Winnie the Bish. I didn't hide the fact that I was absolutely terrified of the thing. And I said, holy shit, your penis is huge. To which he replies, yeah, but you can handle it. Oh, God. Tell me you can handle it. Oh, my God, no. Oh my god. I laughed and said, Yeah, I can handle it. Oh then he starts saying all sorts of brilliant things to me. He even called me his little fuck toy. Oh, Jesus. He was much bigger than me and much stronger than me and was throwing me around left, right, and center. And it was the craziest sex I've ever had <laughs> in my life. The funniest thing. <laughs> like a scary girl. movie where she's having sex with the, the uh, ghost. ghost. <laughs> And towards the end, we were doing this certain position and he didn't want to come yet because he hadn't made me come. And he kept asking me to stop what I was doing, but I did it anyway. And he came and then said, I told you not to do that, you naughty girl. And spanked me on the ass. Oh my God. (laughs) Then we fell asleep and I woke up in the morning and he was gone and I don't even know his full name. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the best sex I've ever had. (laughs) 
Holy crap. <laughs> oh, that was so well written. Wow. Lucky she listened to her roommate. Yeah. <laughs> she could have missed that amazing opportunity. God, what a journey. I don't know whether I'm turned on or turned off by that. <laughs> it's kind of scary. Kind of scary. Kind of hot. Oh, where did great Imagine start? Imagine saying to you, you can handle it. Tell me you can. That's hey. so intense. Oh, God. That is extremely intense. Story number two. I'd been on a couple of coffee dates with a guy I met on Bumble, and he asked me out. Oh, this is a Valentine's one, so this is perfect. Oh, cute. I'd been on a couple of coffee dates with a guy I met on Bumble, and he asked me out on a dinner date on Valentine's Day. I thought it was pretty soon, but he was so nice and messaged me every day, and I just had a really good feeling about him. This was the first time I actually had plans on Valentine's Day for like five years, so I was nervous, but actually pretty excited. Cute. I bought a whole new outfit right down to the underwear. (laughs) Yes, girl. And even got my nails done for it. So the night rolls around and he was supposed to pick me up in an Uber on the way. A couple of hours before, he messaged me to say that he was stuck at work with an emergency and would have to meet me there, which I was totally fine with. I arrived about 10 minutes late and had messaged him on the way apologizing but hadn't heard back yet. When I got to the restaurant, an extremely popular packed restaurant, they took me to my table and told me I was first to arrive. Oh God, nightmare. I was already pretty nervous and sitting at a packed restaurant on Valentine's Day all by myself was only making matters worse. About 15 minutes went by and he messaged me saying he was so sorry that he was running late, but he would be there soon and make it up to me. I went to the bathroom because I couldn't handle sitting there by myself any longer. When I returned about 10 minutes later, there was still no sign of him. I messaged to see his ETA, but didn't hear back. I had a bad feeling, so tried calling him and it went straight to voicemail. Oh, my God. I literally thought I was going to burst into tears right there at the table. On Valentine's Day, Oh, my too. God. This is, this is horrendous. I didn't even know if I really liked the guy, but it was just the entire humiliating situation. Mm. I went back to the bathroom and tried calling a couple more times and, yep, straight to voicemail. I had to get the fuck out of there, so I ordered an Uber and quickly snuck out of the side exit near the bathrooms. I never heard from that guy again. He better have died. (laughs) He definitely needed to have died on the way back from work. Otherwise, that is... Oh, my God. What a cruel thing to do. Imagine getting ghosted on Valentine's Day. (laughs) When he's the one that asked you on the date. Yeah, what the fuck? That is so stressful. I wonder if it was like some weird kink, like he gets off on it. Oh, my God. And it's just more like... I'm sure people would have been, like, having too much fun on their own dates, but, like, mm. just watching you, like, sitting there and then, you like, on your phone well. and stuff like that and probably, like, talking to their dates about, like, oh, I wonder if this girl's getting yeah. stood up. Oh, I hate it so much. All right, next story. I have a friend that I occasionally have sex with. This particular night, we were rather drunk and didn't make it to the bedroom, so sofa sex it was. Things got a bit heated and I ended up falling off the couch straight onto a wine glass oh my god the glass shattered and split my leg open and i was bleeding all over the floor we were both too drunk to deal with it properly so we had to wake up my roommate to get the glass out of my leg and clean it properly as she was sober oh my god no it was hilariously awkward and she was not happy with us the next day but it's definitely a funny story The next morning I went to throw something in the bin and it was full of blood-covered tissues and used condoms. Oh, holy crap. Successful night, I say. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Full of bloody tissues and used condoms. (laughs) What a sight. Oh, my God. Next story. 
I met a guy on Hinge and after talking for two weeks, he invited me over to his for dinner and a movie. We had a few mutual friends, so I thought it was fine. Firstly, he made the most disgusting nachos I've ever had, both looks wise and taste. (laughs) While we were having dinner, his phone kept... (laughs) There's no more details about the nachos. (laughs) You don't even think about how awkward that would be if someone cooked for you and was terrible. Would you still eat it? Yeah. While we were having dinner, his phone kept ringing over and over. At first, he ignored it, but after about the fifth call, he apologized and said he needed to take it and went outside for about half an hour. Oh, my God. I didn't really think much of it because I assumed it was like a family thing. He came back in and put the movie on like nothing had happened. About halfway through the movie, his door buzzer went off and he seemed pretty rattled by it. He went and answered it and I heard a girl's voice on the other end. Oh, my God. He told me he had to quickly go and deal with something and went downstairs About 20 minutes later, when he still hadn't come back, I went over to the window to see if I could see anything and saw him sitting in a car with a girl right outside his apartment. (laughs) Oh my God. No. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do or whether I should just leave, but I felt so awkward, so I just stayed up there by myself. Fucking hell, I'll get out of there. 40 minutes later... He texted me to say he was getting back together with his ex and I should leave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. The worst part was that I was parked directly. No. (laughs) The worst part was, was that I was parked directly behind the car him and his ex were sitting in. So I had to awkwardly walk past them and get in my car and drive away while they watched me. I'm in so much pain. (laughs) Oh my god. Holy shit. Have the balls to at least come back up and be like, hey, I'm so sorry. I my know. ex is here. Oh my god, just waiting in the car, waiting for her to leave. What the fuck? Holy shit. Devo. Alright, next one. This is from a girl's perspective. I met this girl on Hinge. Unlike all the other stories that we've read so far. Whoa, meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met this girl on Hinge and we had a few conversations and we're going to go on a date. The date didn't end up happening, but we met at the stain one night and had some fun. They went home together. (laughs) Ever since then, we've been talking every single day and now we're absolute best friends and we're BFFs forever. (laughs) I know these people and they literally met on Hinge, had sex and decided they didn't like each other like that and are literally best friends now. I wonder if that happens all the time with lesbians. Mm, I think it could be common. Yeah. Just realize that you're not romantically interested in each other, Become but really, really, really like each other as people. I mean, it probably can happen in heterosexual relationships as well, but probably way less common. Mm. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but just as I said it, a cricket started sounding. It's like <laughs> what I said was the worst thing ever. <laughs> okay, my next story is literally a sentence, but it's still like a crazy thing. So. Mm. All right. I slept with a guy on the first date and fell pregnant. We now have a two-year-old. Oh, my God. Imagine getting pregnant on the first date. That is so terrifying. And then, like, ending up with that person. Yeah, but that seems like a positive outcome. Yeah, no, it is a good story. But, like, imagine that. Like, you would just be like, oh, my God. That is crazy. (laughs) Wow. But a good ending. Yeah, Yeah, they ended up together. Yeah. Um, My next story. When I was on a layover in Malaysia... 
I left the airport to meet up with a guy I just met on one of the apps and we had sex. I then got a taxi back to the airport and flew straight back to Sydney. Oh <laughs> my God. Get the day done and get the hell out of there. That is amazing. <laughs> that is so Just amazing. like sitting at the airport being like, hmm, what can I what do for like these couple of hours while I'm waiting? <laughs> that is so funny. That was like when you dropped us at the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert and someone that you'd been messaging wanted to hang out with you that night. And you're like, oh, maybe I'll like, while I'm waiting for you guys to be done at the concert, I'll go and see this guy. <laughs> And then come back and pick you up. Quick little appointment. She didn't end up doing it, but that would have been hilarious. No, I wimped out. Also, I don't think that's my style. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, next story. I once went on a date with a guy I met on the apps, and after our first drink, he told me he and his girlfriend were looking for a third to have a threesome with, and he wanted to meet me in person first with a dead emoji. Oh, God. There was no sign of a girlfriend on his profile and no mention of her in the week of messages in the lead up. It was a no from me. Jeez, that is definitely something you should discuss before you what actually go on the date. The fuck, like actually setting up a date and everything as well. Far out. What would you do if someone did that to you? Do it. <laughs> you were going to say that. <laughs> I don't know. I'd just be like, uh, what does she look like? <laughs> That's so great. I'll find someone else for you guys. Mm, I know just the person. (laughs) My My sister, sister, Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, this one was... I've been told in person, and she's kind of sporadically wrote a bunch of messages about it, so I'm going to kind of read the messages, but also tell you my story. Okay. From it. But basically, there's this, like, six-foot-eight architect that's on all the dating apps, and apparently he's, like, notorious for just dating around and being like a fucking weirdo and then she's six foot eight architect so everyone's obsessed everyone's obsessed everyone's doing to go and then she sent me some girl made a tiktok about him oh my god sent to her because she was complaining about him after their date anyway the tiktok's intense it goes for two and a half minutes so i'm not going to show you but from the tiktok apparently he just invited her over to his house and he was like oh um this is the tiktok Yeah. yeah And he's like, I bought her some wine and she got there and within two minutes of her being there, he's like rubbing her thigh and stuff and kissing her neck. And she's like, can I have some wine? And he's like, yeah, I'll get you some wine. And then just keeps kissing her. And she's like, I want some wine. Jesus. She ends up staying there. <laughs> Give me the wine! <laughs> she ends up staying there and sleeping with him. And it was like less than two minutes and like the worst sex she's ever had. Oh my God. And then anyway... My friend saw this after she went on a date with him, but she said that um, he was like Scottish, stunning, six foot eight. Scottish? She didn't mention he was Scottish. Yeah. And then she thought that it was going to be a good date. She's like, because she's dated around a little bit. And she was like, I thought that I was like pretty comfortable on dates, especially like first ones. I thought I could kind of handle myself. And she said it was so awkward. They had not a single thing to talk about. Oh my God. And he was being kind of rude. And then she was like, and this girl, like, she knows how to talk. Like, I was going to say, how, how can you not have anything to talk about? Yeah. And apparently she was like, it was just so awkward. And then she was like staring at the wall, trying to think things to talk about. And it was just silent. Like, oh they my couldn't God. speak. Have you ever been like they, staring at the wall, for, trying to think of things? I can't imagine. My very first worse. job interview. Oh, oh, that's right. What was it? And then you said you were actually really good at talking and stuff. <laughs> You like quiet, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I'm just a people person. And I'm really good at making conversation, and then just no, went dead quiet. I said that after. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what my strengths were, and I was like, oh, I'm a people person. But then I joked, and then I was like, I'm obviously not right. Obviously now. not. I'm not nailing this. That was terrible. That is hilarious. Good times. Okay. 
I went home with a guy for the first time after a really romantic date. He was so sweet and affectionate and showered me in compliments. He even joked about baby names. I thought I'd found the one. When we got back to his, as soon as he shut the door, he grabbed me and picked me up and we started making out. Oh, hot. (laughs) Then he took me to the bedroom and one thing led to another. We had literally been in the bedroom for maybe five minutes when suddenly he stopped and whispered, wait here for a sec. He got up and went over to his wardrobe and pulled out a big wooden box and brought it over to the bed. Oh my God. I was intrigued, but a little confused. He then proceeded to open the box and I kid you not, it was full. terrified of what's inside this box. (laughs) Is it a human head? bunch of knives (laughs) oh shit it's not that much better than that and i kid you not it was full of butt plugs (laughs) all different shapes and sizes butt plugs (laughs) one of which was the biggest butt plug i've ever seen and i've never even seen one in real life so this was an extra shock (laughs) he then said i thought we could have a little play in the creepiest voice (laughs) i've ever heard it still haunts me to this day What happened to my sweet romantic guy from the date less than an hour ago? (laughs) Needless to say, I got the fuck out of there fast. Not shaming anyone who's into that, but it was just a little too much for me. Oh my God, that's hilarious. I thought you were going to say, what happened to my sweet little butthole? (laughs) What happened to my sweet little butthole? It was straight up the same after that night. That is hilarious. All right, this is my last story. I was out one night and I was feeling a little bit frisky and this guy was flirting with me very intensely and I thought it was time to go home together. On the journey home, he started acting like a life coach and was asking me all these super deep questions. It was really weird. When we got home, he went down on me for two hours but refused to have sex with me because he, quote, respected me too much. After he left, I went to the bathroom. He, re- <laughs> he refused to go down on her because he respected her too much. He went down on her oh. for two hours but refused to have sex with her. I thought he, like, had sex with her but then refused to go down on her. <laughs> I respected her too much. Yeah, like, that is the worst excuse I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he went down on her for two hours but refused to have sex with her because he respected her too much. After he left, I went to the bathroom and realized that I had my period the whole time. Oh, my God. Yuck. That's fucking disgusting. Did he know? Surely he would have known. Uh, uh, (laughs) I just passed away. (laughs) I don't know if you would know if it was... Depends on like how heavy it was and stuff. Mm. And if there was a light, if on. the light was on, if the light wasn't on, you probably wouldn't know. Like, I mean, I've never done it, so I can't tell the difference. Oh, but um, yeah, I don't know whether he'd know. Fucking, hopefully for her sake, he did not know. Imagine if he had blood all over his face. Oh my god, yuck! I mean, let's not embarrass the poor girl. Yeah, hilarious. That yeah, I mean, that probably has happened to so many people as well. Mm. Because also, apparently, like, it get, if you're, like, about to have it, if you're about to, like, get your period, but you're, like, not sure, maybe it's, like, a couple of days away or a mm. day away or something like that, and you, like, have sex or you do, like, sexual things, it can bring it on. 
like how like it can bring on like if you're overdue for having a baby sometimes having sex can like bring on the contractions and stuff wow, so yeah interesting science with over drinks <laughs> okay last story are we ready guys strap in because this is a long one okay i met this guy on hinge early last year he was in his early 30s tall dark and handsome and was quick to organize a date and after my history of lame dates I went ahead not expecting much out of it. On meeting him, I immediately felt a surge of chemistry like I'd never felt before. He had an air about him that drew me in. He was so charming and charismatic, and I felt like I'd finally met a good one. It was about an hour into the date that he mentioned he had kids. The S at the Mm, end of the sentence stung, yeah. And he went on to tell me about his three children who he'd had with his ex-wife. We recovered from this surprise news and had a good night only for me to leave and decide the good ones always have a catch. After jumping back into more lame dates, I decided to give him a second date, which led to a third, fourth, and then fast forward six months, and I'm suddenly on holidays away with him and his kids and feeling like this was the life for me now. He treated me so well for that time, was so affectionate and caring, opened every door for me, walked curbside, cooked for me every night, talked to me about marriage and kids, and I always felt like I was the one trying to pump the brakes. We went on multiple holidays with his children, and they became really attached to me. Asked if they could call me mum. Solid no, by the way. But we formed a close bond nonetheless. Wow, this is intense. Meanwhile, he had opened up to me about his previous relationship history and had always wound up a victim in his stories. He claimed to have had a long trail of abusive ex-partners and kept telling me I was the first person he dated who made him feel loved. Another couple of months of bliss went by and then one day he told me he was moving up north for work and within two weeks he had sold all his furniture and moved. Jesus. He asked if we could do long distance and told me he really wanted to make it work. It's terrifying. The night he moved, I went to see my best friend, whose grandfather is, let's just say, spiritual, in quotation marks. He told me I needed to have a psychic reading with him that night. I'd only had one before, years ago, so it was really out of the blue. He asked me why him and his ex-wife had divorced, and I said I could only tell him what I'd been told. He told me the only way to know the truth of the situation was by speaking to her, because I had been lied to and that there was an authenticity issue, and that he was hiding something from me. Enter seed of doubt. Fast forward to the next holiday with his kids. He was putting them to bed, and he'd left his phone out. I know, naughty. But I hoped to put the nagging feeling to rest. So I opened his phone and found messages between him and one of his ex-girlfriends from the very same night he had moved. Tame chit-chat followed by her asking if he had found his person yet, to which he responded, no. No person. I hate the pressure society puts on finding someone. I've actually really enjoyed being alone and doing my own thing. Oh my God. Oh my God. So he's not just saying no. He's like giving like a full explanation Mm. about why it's so good. What the fuck? He had never posted about me on social media and always said this was because he worked with so many people who could harass me if he did. Red flag. What What the the fuck? fuck? Harasser. So of course. Imagine someone saying that. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to put anything on social media about us, mainly because a lot of people follow me that could probably have you murdered. So, well, the people I work with will start harassing you if I do this. Oh my God. 
So of course we had a huge conflict. I left the holiday feeling like I didn't know him, but he begged for me to forgive him and claimed he'd only said these things to avoid conflict with her and had previously told me she was abusive. I did the stupid thing and said I'd see if I could forgive him. Two weeks later, I found out he'd made a move on his best friend's wife and tried to sleep with her on a work trip. She and her husband are his bosses, by the way. Oh my God, they're probably the people from work that were harassing her. So I realized he had absolutely no boundaries and clearly couldn't be trusted. Once I found that out, he dropped his begging and became really cold. After a couple of months of mourning the relationship, I sent his ex-wife a message to let her know we weren't together anymore, but that it was a privilege getting to know her and her kids and wish them all the best. Only then did she tell me she was really glad to hear he wouldn't be able to hurt me anymore. On sharing some stories between us, I finally realized I had been dating someone with full-blown narcissistic personality disorder. He had an answer for everything and had been compulsively lying to me for the better part of a year. So much came to light about his history of abusing women, and I felt like I dodged a huge bullet. Mm. He's currently dating two women who live in separate states, so he's back to his Tinder swindling. So now I'm all for texting the ex and embracing girl code. Big shout out to Roy, the 96-year-old psychic (laughs) in my life who saved me. Fun extra fact, he had a fake American accent, which he had a really intricate explanation for. What a red flag. Oh, my God. We never know the explanation of the The accent now. I want to know the really intricate explanation. Oh, my God. Well, if these stories don't make you glad you're single this Valentine's Day, I don't know what will. If you didn't have a date on Valentine's Day last night, guys, you're probably lucky. Holy shit. Yeah, just reflect back on these stories and be grateful. Oh my God. Actually, I saw something on TikTok that I want to mention because I thought it was really cute. This is adorable little old man. And he, you know how there's that saying and it's like, you should never go grocery shopping when you're hungry. It's the same for when you're in a relationship. You should never get into a relationship just because you're lonely because you'll be looking for the wrong things. I love that. Instead of trying to find someone that actually like compliments you and you're good for each other and all of that kind of stuff. You'll just pick up the unhealthy little snacks that you feel like at the time. Oh my God line yes i actually the unhappy little snacks that you feel like at the time oh my mm, god i love that i improvised that last a little bit i like that Ken's very original top of my noggin i love that sentiment though don't just get into a relationship because you want a relationship yeah yeah you, you need to be happy by yourself and love everything about yourself before like you should find someone that compliments you not just anyone that will be in a relationship with you yeah the cricket's getting loud a lot so i think we got cut it there jeez they're not loving our story <laughs> <laughs> the crickets are not a fan <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, my God. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We hope you love those stories as much as we did. All right, guys. Cheers. We'll see you next week. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Galentine's Day. Happy Galentine's Day. Our gals and our siblings. We should call it Siblingson's Day. No, that sounds like an STD. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Cheers.